welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast. My name is Nick Shirk. I am but a simple co-host of this episode, which is episode 10, joined by the host and creator and mastermind behind all things Good Fight Sports Podcast, the one and only Kenneth Devon Kramer the second. Well, thank you, Nicholas. Oh, that hurts. That really hurts. It's Lee. Lee Shirk. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The one and only. I don't think you're a first or second or No, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. No. I just wanted to make sure I called you the official title. No, no, I, I really appreciate it. I really do. But okay, so we're get, we gotta jump right in because we got a lot to cover here. Um we're gonna start in high school. High school sports here. Um so if you guys weren't aware uh, before, I'll kind of give you a quick synopsis. So there's a few teams in northern Indiana that are leaving their respective conferences to start a new conference. Uh, those teams are Tip, uh, New Valley, LaVille, Bremen, John Glenn, Jimtown, and Knox. They are all leaving their respective conferences to start a new one in 2024-25. However, New Valley, which is, is in the Three Rivers Conference, um, has been voted out. Of the conference wow. and will spend the upcoming season as an independent. I have never even heard of that happening before. Yeah, they they got eliminated. So, uh, and so this really hurts Tippecanoe Valley's, uh, well, right now, football schedule be, because they had a full schedule listed because they were in the conference, so they had all the conference games. Uh, they now have... They have five games scheduled out of nine possible games. And it's already May. They don't have a lot of time to start scheduling new teams because 99% of the teams already have their schedules set. And the weeks that Tippecanoe Valley needs to have a team, uh, have to play a team, most teams in the area are already playing games. Hmm. So now what now what happens, let's say, if they don't get it? Like, are they just not eligible so, for conference play then? Or okay, what? so they are not eligible for any sort of conference play at all. They okay. are an independent school for this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Can they um, make it to the playoffs? Like, Yes. Okay. They, they can still make the tournament because that is um, a statewide tournament, not conference. Okay. Um, so that is fine. If they don't play nine games, then they'll be playing five games and taking weeks off because the tournament doesn't start until, like, October. Okay. Okay. So they're going to be waiting a while. So, I mean, and this is kind of shocking, too, because this also leads into a team that's going to replace Tippecanoe Valley, Cass. Lewis really? Cass is replacing – um, Tippecanoe New Valley, and they've already been voted into the conference, into our conference, no, or to the three, their to, to the Three Rivers. Okay, conference. okay, gotcha. So they they're already joining, and they'll be joining this year. So Tippecanoe New Valley got the boot, and then Cass got the welcome. So yeah, 
Yeah. Wow. And then there's another team that's rumored to be leaving the Three Rivers Conference, too. To join us or just to leave? To join the Hoosier North. Okay. Which was the former conference of LaVille and Knox. Mm -hmm. So North Miami has been linked to the Hoosier North. Nothing official as of yet, but it's a rumor. The Hoosier North has also added another team, football only, South Central, Union Mills. Okay. They are officially into the conference for football because the conference they were in had, I think, four teams. And two of which could not really schedule teams at all and didn't even have a team either. Wow. Yeah. That's unfortunate for them. Yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Now, then, I, had a, I did have one question for you. Okay. So, when does this new conference become, like, officially enacted as a conference? Because it can't be next year already, right? 2024, 2025. Okay, so we're so, waiting one more cycle. Yes. Okay. The, the the end of school in 2023 is when the conference will officially be made. Okay. And there's still no name for it, I'm assuming. There is no name as of yet, but I am speculating that they already, like, the administrators already know what the name is. They just haven't released it yet. That makes sense. But. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Tippecanoe basically just got punted out of any conference they wanted into. Yeah, they got booted out of the conference they were in, yeah. Okay. Okay. Too early. Yeah, sounds like it. But, hey. It, I, I, so, are they going to get back into Three Rivers? No, they are not, because if they get back in, they would have to stay there for a while. And they're uh, already joining the new conference, too, in 2024-25. Okay. So, it'd be kind of stupid to say, Oh, can we join your conference again? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you're saying they got kicked out this year. Yeah, this year. But they're still joining the one we're They're still in. joining the one that we're... I say we, LaVille. Yeah. Okay, yeah. LaVille, yeah. Okay, so they're... Okay, I thought they got kicked out of that conference. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, no. I got you. Okay, yeah. I got you now. Clarification. We're good. We're good. <laughs> okay. Everything's fine now. And now we have to shift to South Bend. Okay. More specifically, South Bend Clay. Okay. Because it no longer exists. It shut down? It will shut down at the end of the school year next year. So okay. 2023-2024, it will end. Wow. Yep. Now, I had heard there were rumors of this happening. It's it's official. Okay, it's official now. It official. is official. It wow. is officially happening. Okay. Now, how um, does that shake up conference play up there? So, now, with Bremen, Jimtown, and John Glenn leaving... And now South Bend Clay closing, the Northern Indiana Conference will now have eight teams okay. in it. And those teams will be uh, Washington, South Bend Washington, uh, South Bend Riley, South Bend Adams, um, then St. Joe, Marion, Penn, and Elkhart in New Prairie. Okay. So okay. Those will be the teams in there, and it's – Pretty much, just a whole lot of shaking up this oh, year. Oh, like, oh yeah, is it like because like is there a reason behind it, or does this all happened at once? Basically, it, this is all basically happened at once. Okay, but the South Bend Clay thing has been something that's been talked about for years. Oh, okay, that's so fair. that's the only one that's really not surprising. Okay, this whole new conference thing. Uh, both John Glenn and Bremen have discussed trying to join the Hoosier North before, mostly Bremen. 
and they've been denied several times. Uh, Laville fans can thank Arden Balmer for that because he was adamant that Bremen will not join the Hoosier North as so long as Laville is in that conference. Okay. And they don't have to worry about that because Laville's no longer in the Hoosier North. Okay, so, so now they're taking their chance. Yes. I got gotcha. you. And okay. so and mostly Bremen and John Glenn were tired of getting their teeth kicked in in basketball and other sports by Penn, Elkhart and teams like that. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. No one likes to lose. Nah. Yeah. yeah. You're right. That makes sense. So now <clears throat> run it up one more time for me. Who are the new teams because I know John Glenn's joining us, right? Yes. Do I got so, John Glenn, yeah. us, Bremen. Caston? No. Not Caston. No. Okay. Caston's staying in the old conference. Yes. Okay. So it's Glenn, who's really been pushing this and actually started this whole thing. Oh, okay. Bremen, Jimtown, Knox, us, LaVille, uh, and Tippy Valley. Okay. So we have six schools. We have six. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, there are talks about adding two, two more. Uh, Fairfield's been linked, oh, and they're over right. in Goshen. Okay. Uh, they've been linked. Nothing official yet. Um, and I think Rochester has also been linked, too. Oh, okay. But nothing official yet. Okay. I remember when Rochester used to be in our conference. Mm, they were never in the conference. Not not in not in the new one. The one before the one we are in now. In Northern State? Yeah, they were never in that one either. They weren't? No. Oh, they're... Their picture was up in the gym. I thought that was because you were in the conference. You had your picture in the gym. For LaVille, the mural things they used to have on the walls. Yeah, they were never on there. Were they really not? No. Oh. Well, never mind then. It's not a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) I really thought they were for some reason. No, the old teams in the Northern State Conference, rest in peace, were (laughs) um, Culver, Triton, Knox, Us, LaVille, Glenn, Bremen, Jimtown, New Prairie. Okay. Okay. I don't know why I thought that Rochester was with us, but... Okay. Anyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. School's shutting down. Conferences shutting down. Restarting new ones. Speaking of conferences shutting down, Oregon Davis may join uh, the Hoosier North, too. Really? And they just joined... Uh, what it, It's called the Hoosier Plains Conference, and it's a conference that doesn't have football. Oh. Most schools. Okay. Uh, and Argus is a part of it. Okay. So Oregon Davis is now almost linked to the Hoosier North. And Argus is linked to the Hoosier North, too. Oh. And that would basically shut down the Hoosier Plains Conference because Elkhart Christian is a part of it, too, and they don't have a football team. Oh. Wow. So I don't, I don't really understand why everything's getting switched up just this year. Like, it must have just I been have <laughs> something that everyone's wanted to do, apparently, or something, and now they just yeah. do it. Okay, yeah, yeah whatever. I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't understand it. I'm just going with the flow. That's fair. That is fair, brother. And so we're going to stick in um, high school sports, too, because we need to talk about uh, Marcus Burton for one final time until he joins Notre Dame and starts doing stuff up there. Um, But he he is now officially uh, the 2023 Indiana Mr. Basketball. um, And he won in a landslide. Uh, By a landslide, I mean by over 100 votes. Ah. Yeah, I think he had 171 votes. Wow. And the other guy had like 27. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, totally fair. That's yeah, that's great. I'm sure that kid feels really great about himself. Yeah. Who was the other guy? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like when you go up against Marcus Burtman, you're kind of 
yeah. you probably didn't expect to no, win. No. But it was worth a shot. Like, it was nice to be mentioned. Yeah. I you mean, know? you could say, hey, I came in second place to the, one of the best players to ever play in Indiana. That's true. So, you really got nothing to hang your head about it, it's so long as you don't look at the vote count. <laughs> <laughs> just don't look at those really important numbers and you'll be completely fine. Yeah, just... just you know, white out the 171 and Marcus Burton part. You could put yourself to be like, hey, I got 27 votes. That's, that's pretty impressive. Put the right. I mean, I didn't get 27 votes. Right. So, I mean. That's more than the next guy under you. That's fair. So, there that's you go. Fair. That is fair. Um, and he's the first person to win from this area since 1996, and that was Kevin Alt of Warsaw. Mm. So... First time in a while that we've had someone from up here win. And Burton uh, nonchalantly scored 30 points a game this year. Um, he also had, yeah, he, he he's ended the year for this year alone with 909 points. Wow. That's just, that's just crazy. <laughs> that's just like insane numbers. And he was also named to uh, the AP All-State first team. Not a surprise, honestly. I'd, yeah, I'd be more concerned if he wasn't actually. Right, yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and with basketball, uh, Northwood's Ian Roush won the Goshen News Athlete of the Winter. Um, he led Northwood in um, – he's an all-time leader of rebounds at Northwood. Which is pretty impressive. Uh, he's fourth in all-time scoring in the school. Okay. And um, third all-time in assists. And third to all-time in total wins. So, wow. yeah. So they just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I should say Marcus Burton is going to Notre Dame. So, I'll yes. just... Yeah. Uh, Ian Roush is be, uh, going to be going to uh, Grace College. Hmm. So he's not going far. No, yeah, no um, he's not. Um, and then his teammate, uh, Cade Brenner, also from Northwood, uh, was voted to the AP All-State third team. I so, mean, hey, all-around good, good year for basketball. Yeah, it was. And I believe this is going to be the last time we were talking about high school basketball <laughs> until... High school basketball starts, um, but you never know. I who knows? I'm pretty happen. sure there's going to be something else that comes up, and we're going to have to talk about high school basketball again. <laughs> but we will not talk about that now because right now we have to talk about the blue gold game. Okay. That was April 22nd, and if you're wondering, yes, um, a lot of this is kind of old news, and people have probably like, I already know this. Well, I know you already know it, but. We have to talk about it. Um, so the blue gold game, uh, the gold team won um, from start to finish. Uh, it was never close. Gold won twenty four to nothing. Um, gold. The gold team was led by new transfer quarterback Sam Hartman, um, and this dude just lit up the stat book from the start. He went thirteen for sixteen with one hundred and eighty nine yards. And two touchdowns. Um, uh, he rushed for one and threw for one. Hmm. So he's QB one. Okay. Um, 
his receivers, uh, Jaden Greathouse was the main target for him, uh, and he racked up 11 catches for 118 yards. And the next closest <laughs> was Jaden Thomas with uh, four catches for 71 yards. So almost 40-yard different, uh, yard difference mm-hmm. between those two. Um, and uh, Jaden Thomas also had a touchdown. Um, defensively, uh, Gold finished with two uh, two picks. Uh, Xavier Watts and Jaden Mickey uh, had those two picks, and blue team absolutely stunk okay. from the start. Okay, I mean, I think the kick was even bad. Actually, no, there was no kick because they didn't do kick kickoffs in the game. But if there were kicks, th- they would also be terrible. Um, <laughs> Tyler Buckner was the uh, quarterback of that. Um, and I will say Tyler Buckner is now the former quarterback of Notre Dame. Uh, he entered the transfer portal a couple of days after uh, the Blue-Gold game and has announced that he is going to Alabama uh, to join Tommy Rees and Nick Saban down there. Um, I wish him the best of luck, uh, but that is the only offense that he can run is Tommy Reese's offense. Any other offense, he sucks. That's all I'll say on Tyler Buckner. Okay. Uh, only that he went 8 for 18 for 44 yards and one pick in the blue-gold game. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Said, I got to leave. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, that the, the blue team was absolutely trash. Um, no one did anything impressive. Um. Plus, I left halfway through. Uh, <laughs> my dad and I were both cold and tired of getting it. Was just it was snowing, raining, sleeting, hailing. It was about every season in one game. That sounds in one day like the most northern Indiana thing I've ever heard. Yeah, so, yeah, that yeah. tracks. Yeah, um, and we're gonna stick with Notre Dame because. There's been a lot of transfers in and transfers out and recruiting and all of this. Uh, the other transfer that's leaving, transfers, are our linebacker Prince Colley and, and wide receiver Lorenzo Stiles. Uh, Colley has not announced where he's going yet, um, and uh, Lorenzo Stiles has committed to Ohio State to play with his brother. Um, so Lorenzo Stiles is going to be facing Notre Dame this year uh, if he plays. Um, and Styles is probably linked to corner uh, to cornerback, and he was a former he was a wide receiver at Notre Dame, and he was talks of playing both ways during the Blue Gold game, but he didn't play. Um, so recruiting wise, Notre Dame in the twenty twenty four class now has a top five class, uh, not surprising. Um, so one of the commits they got was um, a defensive end, four-star defensive end, and Cole Mullins. Um, big time, big time get for Notre Dame. Um, I think he was taken. He chose Notre Dame over Michigan, uh, which is also which is big meat chicken, I should say. Um, and then in that class, uh, wide receiver Cam Williams has been moved to five-star status. Um, he was a four star, uh, and this is in the toy, uh, two, four, seven sports composite rankings that he's been moved to five star. So I don't think it's official by ESPN yet. 
or any others, but he is a five-star in, I believe, one of the uh, recruit rankings. So that's good. Um, also, uh, quarterback C.J. Carr. Um, and if you're wondering, yes, that last name is a relative of a meat chicken uh, head coach, Lloyd Carr. It's his grandson. Um, not going to that school up north, decided to um, make his name known somewhere else, and he chose Notre Dame. So it's going to be interesting to see Lloyd Carr in the real blue and gold. Right. Um, so I'm going to love seeing that if it happens. Um, he was invited to the Elite 11 um, tournament over in Massillon. Basically, it's like elite quarterbacks going over there and competing and stuff. Um, and he went, He was invited to the finals uh, after competing in the regional championship in uh, Massillon, Ohio. So, he's really good. Also, more commitments. Um, they have another wide receiver, four stars, uh, Isaiah uh, Canyon from uh, Warner Robins, Georgia. Um, so, definitely of, heard of that place before. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I yep. can if you if we had video, you would see us like saying, "Oh yeah," like we're shaking our heads and saying, "Oh yeah, we know exactly where that is." Um, also, um, a legacy. Uh, Bryce Young, um, who is the son of legendary um, um, defensive end for Notre Dame, Bryant Young, has committed to Notre Dame, and he is a four-star, and he is from Charlotte. So we all, okay, we know where Charlotte. I is. do. I yeah, I yeah. do know where Charlotte's at. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's a fact. <laughs> uh, and he is six-five. Uh, actually, no. Um, yeah, yeah, he's six-five, two forty-five. So that's a big get right there. Also, another um, legend, son of a legend, I should say, Kennedy Erlacher. Oh, yeah. And, yes, that is the son of uh, Brian Erlacher, the uh, legendary Bears wide receiver. Um, and Linebacker. The, oh, oh, linebacker. My bad. Yeah. I, I got yeah. ahead of myself. Yeah, that's, that's a little rough. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I will say the Bears have been rebuilding ever since he retired. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Kennedy uh, has committed to Notre Dame, uh, and he is a three-star in the uh, 2024 class. So Notre Dame's pretty set right now for the 2024 class. Um, I can't wait to see C.J. Carr come in for sure. He's going to be – I hope he's a quarterback that uh, – can lead Notre Dame to a national championship after I hope Sam Hartman does the same. Um, so, yes. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that all the Notre Dame updates we got? Yes, that's all the Notre Dame updates we got right now. All right, where are we moving to next? NFL draft. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, because, well, mostly because there's Notre Dame players in there. Mm-hmm. So, um but Alabama's uh, Bryce Young was taken with as the first pick by Carolina. Yep. Um, I have to say that. Um, and Notre Dame had a few players in there. Um, Michael Mayer got snubbed out of the first round. 
he should have been an easy first round pick, but he was taken in the second round uh, by the Oakland, uh, no, Las Vegas Raiders. My bad. They're not Oakland anymore. Um, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I yeah. know. Also, on Las Vegas now and Oakland, uh, the A's are moving to Las Vegas. Are they really? I heard there was rumors, but I didn't know it was official. Yeah, they're, okay. they're, they are moving there, but they may stay in Oakland for another three to four years. Oh, building a new there's stadium. no stadium. So it could be like 2026 before Oakland gets their new stadium built. Wow. However, 2024 is the last year of their lease at the awful Oakland Coliseum. Okay. And I, I mean awful. It is awful, and I hope you never – well, have you been there? No, I have not. Good. Okay. It is trash. The fans are trash. Everything about the place is trash. Yikes. Like, I would rather go to the L.A. Coliseum where <laughs> SC plays than the Oakland Coliseum again. Wow. And that is saying something because the – L.A. Coliseum is also a landfill. But that's an intense opinion there. Well, I mean, you just got to look at the teams who play in the different stadiums. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, Mayor was taken by the Raiders. And then a couple picks later, uh, five picks, actually, uh, defensive end Isaiah Foskey was taken by the uh, New Orleans Saints. So, um, and then offensive line Jarrett Patterson was taken in the fifth round uh, by the Houston Texans. Um, and Notre Dame only had three official draft picks. Okay. Um, which is kind of unfortunate because there was other players that were in there. But safety Brandon Joseph, uh, Brandon Joseph is signing a undrafted uh, rookie contract with the Lions. Uh, also, defensive lineman Jason Adaminiola is signing with the Jaguars. And yes, say that name five times fast. I dare you. <laughs> it is hard. Um, then defensive line uh, defensive lineman Chris Smith is signing with the Lions as well. And then kicker uh, Blake Groupie is signing with the Saints. Okay. <sighs> That's the draft. That's the draft. In a nutshell. You forgot one person, though, because oh, Purdue's tight end, Payne Durham, went uh, fifth in uh, – they were always selected in the fifth round, number 171 overall by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just went to put oh. that out there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm done now. I just went to put that out there. <laughs> do I think he'll do anything in the NFL? No. Probably not. But he went to the NFL, which is impressive. Uh, yeah, there you go. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> this is either – okay, okay, okay. The Aaron Rodgers thing is either going to be, like, the best thing he's done and they're going to win a Super Bowl because they do have – they have a star-studded offense at the moment. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be the biggest flop, and I think he retires in a year. Yeah. Now, I don't know how long his contract's for, so maybe he can't retire in a year. But I just feel like it's going to either be, like, a – yay kind of thing or an absolute bust and they're going to be like yeah you're fired and we're going to get another rookie in here to ruin <laughs> like i don't know that's just like that's just the jets right like they either right. they either draft some rookie or they take some really old dude and try and make him good now aaron Rodgers, i think is the best old dude they've had in a while by any means i didn't necessarily dislike their qb last year wilson zach wilson he 
he's okay. He looks decent when he plays. I just think he's not fully matured yet, I guess, for the NFL. Not even in like a personal sense. I just think in a football sense. I think he just has some more growing. Now, is he staying with the team or did he get traded away? Who? Zach Wilson. Is he still with the Jets? He's still with the Jets. Okay. Yes. See, now it might be good for him to learn under Aaron Rodgers. I think right. that would be a good right. thing. Right, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I don't know. That's my take. Like, I think it'll either be a absolute win or it's going to – like they're going to win a Super Bowl this year or they're not. And I think depending on how that goes will literally determine if he stays there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here's what I'll say, and this is going to tie into another uh, to another player too. I'll, I'll give Aaron Rodgers 16 games with the Jets because of this one reason. Who else played for the Jets from Green Bay? Brent Favre. How many games did he play with the Jets? 16. So, I'll give Aaron Rodgers 16 games with the Jets. I think then Brett Favre retired. Yes, he did. He retired after 16 games. Then he came back and he went to Minnesota. So, this is all lining up almost perfectly. So, here's what's... Here's what I think is going to happen. 16 games with the Jets, they won't do anything, but they'll they won't do anything, but they'll have a winning record. Rodgers will retire. He'll say, "You know what? I think I can go a few more years." And he'll go to Minnesota <laughs> and play there. And then he will re-sign for one day with the Packers so he can retire as a Packer. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be done. Yeah. It, I don't know if it'll be the Vikings. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be the Vikings, but I think it will be something. Now, it will be hilarious if he signs with the Bears. That would make my day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would laugh so hard. But, see, it's crazy because in the trade deal, I, I'm you probably have this in your notes, but so – the Jets get Aaron Rodgers a fifteen number fifteen pick and a number one seventy pick. The Packers get a number thirteen pick, a number forty two pick, a number twenty or two oh seven pick, and a twenty twenty four second round pick. But it is conditional. Yep. To if he plays seventy five or seventy wow, sixty five. There we go. Sixty five percent of plays. Now, to me, I wouldn't want to give up the other pick. So, are you going to intentionally only play him sixty four percent of the time? Like, of the plays for the entire season? Like, oh. if you're the Jets, do you work that so you don't give that pick up? Or do you just say, screw it if he plays well enough and go straight for it? Now, okay, so I don't think you go right out and say, you know what, we're going to play him only 62, 62 plays. I don't think you go out and do that. Now, if he gets hurt, that's on him. That's true. But I don't think you intentionally go out there because then the Packers can say, Oh well, you didn't hold up your end of the bargain, and some form of lawsuit in the NFL can get involved too. But it would be a it's interesting if you want to say, you know what, I really don't want to give up a second round pick. So you know what, like here's the thing, like think about it, like okay, so there, so Rogers goes out, they play. When they play the Chiefs, when they play the Eagles, when they play the Bengals, when they play, well, yeah, just them. Like the Bills, when they play those teams, right? They play those teams, Rodgers is out there. They play the Commanders, you know, give Wilson a week, see what he can do. You know, if he proves himself, he'll keep playing. 
we get to a harder game, we're going to throw Rodgers back in. Are you that selective with him? Or are you just going to say, you know what, we have a four-time MVP, Aaron Rodgers, we're going to play him all the time and just we'll we'll give up the second pick. Personally, to me, I think it'll be determined within the first three games he plays. Mm-hmm. If he plays, I don't know what their schedule is. Uh, nothing's been official yet, but I can okay. give you the teams who they are playing for sure. Okay. So the home games are the, the Commanders, Eagles, Falcons, Chargers, Chiefs, Texans, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots. Okay. So you can bench him during the, <laughs> during the Commanders game, uh-huh. Falcons, Chargers, um, and you probably need him during for the Texans too because the Texans – may shock some people this year that's true um, now the chargers are pretty good though yes. aren't they no no they were terrible this this last year oh well, never mind that yeah. I thought they were bad okay uh, so those are all the home games and then the road games are dallas uh new york uh football giants broncos browns raiders bills dolphins patriots so literally he doesn't have to play an away game Maybe the, the Dolphins? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Because the, the Broncos I, are terrible. Right. And they're not going to do anything. And the Browns are the Browns. Right. Like, right. I don't know. I just feel like, and plus, with this now, they also got Randall Cobb to come back for a year. Did you see that? D- that's true. Yeah. So they got Randall Cobb now, and they've got, oh, what's the other wide receiver? We're all feverishly typing in here. We would be more prepared, but... Okay, so they got Alan Lazard, who was already a Packer. They have Randall Cobb, who was already a Packer. They have Garrett Wilson, who is just a beast. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I love him as a wide receiver. And they have McCole Hardman. Yeah. So that those four right there are massive offensive weapons. And the positive thing is, two of them don't really have to learn much. Right. Two of them literally have already played with Rodgers. They know his play style, right? And they have they have other wide receivers, but those are the first four that come up. But the point being, like, I personally, I don't know. To me, I feel like you almost want to save your pick. But if he plays, if you go out and depending on what the first game is or whatever the yeah. first three games are, because we don't know yet, obviously. But if we, if they go out and win just three games just against really good teams, then I say, you know what, play him. Right. But if you go out and he loses a few games, I'm not playing him anymore. I'm keeping my second-round pick. He's probably going to be gone at the end of the season anyways. Right. This, I, like I said, I think this is a make-or-break thing for Rodgers. If he wins a couple games here, gets some confidence in him, maybe he can finally go to something past the conference finals. Yes. And if he can do that, then you know he'll be happy. If he doesn't make it into the playoffs or even to the conference, I guarantee you he's gone. That's right. my hot take. Right. But. Right. So let's okay. So let's just a hypothetical here. Let's say his first three games are a home game against the Eagles, road game against the Cowboys, and a home game uh, against, let's say, the Dolphins. So of those three games, if he goes two and one, I think he plays. I agree. If he go, if he goes three and zero, he'll he he plays. If he goes one and two. I give him a couple more games to prove himself, Yep. but also play Zach Wilson more during those games too. So you start Aaron, maybe in the second quarter you play Wilson, kind of light a fire under Rodgers, say, hey, if you don't do anything, we've got another quarterback right here we can use. Mm-hmm. If he goes 0-3, 
I wouldn't be surprised if you start hearing trade trade rumors for Rodgers, too, yeah. from the Jets. Honestly, he should have retired, I honestly think. Yeah. So, if we're being honest, I don't even think it's a trade. I think it's just an immediate, I'm just going to retire at the end of the year. Yeah. Because I honestly thought he was going to retire this year, and then he did this whole stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. I think, like I said, I think it'll really, his career with the Jets will be defined by the first three or four games, depending on who they play. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's, if they have a losing record or if they have... I don't know, a record of like one in three or one in two. I think his career with them is rough. Mm -hmm. Anything Mm -hmm. positive, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. But those first couple games are going to basically define his career with them. I'd say like the first three, maybe four games are going to be the the tipping point in Rodgers' career with the Jets. Um, Let's kind of touch on the NBA, shall we? Yeah, sure, let's do it. All right, so first round of the NBA playoffs is over. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some shocking news in the first round from the NBA because the overall seed in the Eastern Conference, mm. defending champs, Milwaukee Bucks, are done mm-hmm. and are in Cancun. Are they really? Probably. I oh, okay. doubt it. It's vacation <laughs> time. You got no games to play it's anymore. True. It's true. Um, they lost to the eight-seeded Miami Heat. Uh, Jimmy Butler led his team to a gentleman's sweep, a 4-1 series win over the Bucks. Um, and then the fifth-seeded New York Knicks. Yes, the New York Knicks mm-hmm. defeated the fourth-seeded Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. And, yes, the Knicks won a playoff series for the first time since 2012. Wow. That's intense. And That's that a was, drought. Right and there. that was with J.R. Smith, um, Iman Shumpert, and all those guys. Oh yeah, I remember back that. in the back in the good old days of the Knicks, and then they were the tank, little tanks of the NBA. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Philadelphia, the 76ers swept the Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn Nets. Oh 4-0. man. Oh man, that Brooklyn team literally nothing without that big three. It, it was a abysmal how they're oh playing now it's so it is, sad it, it is it is oh my gosh it's oh, terrible continue and then bought the second seeded boston beat atlanta 4-2 um so the conference semifinals are miami and uh, miami heat and the new york knicks and philadelphia and boston uh and right now my the Miami Heat lead two games to one over the knicks do they really yes okay and the 76ers are down uh, two games to one to the Celtics. Mm. And that is a fierce rivalry right there. Philadelphia does not like Boston, and it's the same way the other way. Yeah. And you said they're – oh, okay. So, yeah, Philadelphia's down. Okay. Yeah, two okay. games to one. And their next game, it looks like, for that series is today Ooh. for Philadelphia and Boston at 3.30. So it's currently going to happen in about half an hour from where we're recording yeah, this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then in the Western Conference, the first-seeded Denver Nuggets uh, gentlemen uh, had a gentleman sweep over the Minnesota Timberwolves four games to one. Uh, yes, that is what it's called. They call it a gentleman sweep because you win one game and you get crushed the rest. Yes, yeah. basically. Uh, Phoenix beat the Clippers. Uh, Kevin Durant led his team in that one, uh, four games to one. Um, then Sacramento. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: Russell Westbrook plays for the Clippers too. So Durant faced his former Oklahoma City teammate, and now 
I would say alter like almost enemy Russell Westbrook because they those have two a don't weird, like each other. They do have a weird relationship now. Yeah. Well, I, and the Phoenix one's also a gentleman's sweep. They won four. It was four one. Yeah, four one. Yeah. 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 That that that. L.A. Clippers team looked like they had life in them with Kawhi because he was just a beast in the game they won. Yes, and then he got hurt, and I'm just—I I don't know. To me, he's a liability. I mean, yeah. it's like you can win me games, but when you get injured, which is almost sadly all the time. now, yeah, almost all the time, it's kind of over. Now, there's a lot of talk you can go into about those injuries and how some of them are pretty dirty injuries right, right. stuff like that whatever it doesn't matter what i'm what to me as a gm like if i obviously i know i'm not a gm but if i were making these decisions it was it would just i i don't know i just think it's almost not even worth keeping him around anymore yeah honestly to me he should retire yes i mean just get like your dude your body is literally telling you to stop like mm-hmm. just listen, listen to, to your body yes. and stop playing and just maybe recover you want to Take a couple years off, come back, fine, whatever. But like, don't keep doing this, man. You got plenty of money. You won a, you won a ring. Yeah. Like, obviously, you want more rings because that's just what it is. You win yeah. one, you want more. That's fine. But like, I think your body is literally telling you to stop. So like, let's just stop. Yeah. Anyways, and, and they have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they are on vacation now. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, and then the Kings lost to the Golden State Warriors. That was a that was a really good series. It went seven games. Uh, Golden State won four to three, um, and Steph Curry scored at least thirty points in all of those games. Yeah, and scored fifty in Game Seven, and he was the first player to ever do that in NBA history. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a fantastic series. Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, And then the uh, LA Lakers beat the second seeded Memphis Grizzlies four games to two. And which yeah. was surprising. It was surprising, and also I'm just not a fan of the Memphis Grizzlies play style with their trash talk. It's a little yeah. aggressive and rude. Yeah, a little unsportsmanlike. And I think they're trying. They're trying to be what Boston was back in the 1960s. Oh, okay. Because Boston in the 1960s was that we're gonna trash talk you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. And that we're was that mostly good. Larry Bird. He's yeah. Like, and he go. Well, because well, we're not going to talk about this. Um, so I watched a 30 for 30 on ESPN um, a couple of years ago, and it was about the uh, Boston-L.A. Laker rivalry. Oh, okay. And the guys from L.A. were like, you know, there are times that Larry Bird would tell us what he was doing, and he would say he would finish it with, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, that is kind of what the Grizzlies do. So the problem is they can't back it up. Ah, that's one of those. Yeah, okay. like like the Grizzlies, like they will trash talk you and they like aggressively do it, and then they just can't back it up. Don't get me wrong; they have good players. I love John Moran as a player. I think he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of their other players, they just can't back it up anymore, right. and it's just it's just sad. I honestly didn't even realize they were a number two seed until this playoff started. Yeah, me um, too. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you mentioned, but Boston played Atlanta and lost. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You did you? I yeah, did. Yeah. I didn't hear it. Okay, my bad. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, and then in the Western Conference uh, semifinals, it's now Denver up two games to one over the Suns. Which is an interesting series. I want to see. Um, I want to see the Phoenix Suns win. Yes, I really do. Me too. I Jokic is good and Denver's good, but they're just not a likable team for me for some reason. You know, yeah, you, right? I, I don't know why. Like, I don't have a personal vendetta against any of those players, but I'm just like. Eh, the Nuggets. 
Like, you know, like, like <laughs> right. it's just like, I'm not excited about the team. Like, yeah. you're like Golden State. I'm like, oh, okay, I like Steph Curry. You know, that's good. Oh, yeah. There's no player on Denver that I specifically like. <laughs> right. And it's just like, eh, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, so. other than Jokic, there's really no big names. Yeah, I don't really know their lineup. But anyway, you can continue. And fine. then uh, L.A., the Lakers lead two games to one over the Warriors. Those have and been the Lakers, really weird games, Yes, too. so I think the Lakers won pretty easily in game one. Then the Warriors absolutely crushed them in game two, uh, won 127 to 100. And then it was the same thing in the other way. Um, the Lakers crushed the Warriors last night, 127 to 97. Yeah, it's looking rough. The thing, I honestly think this is going to come down to home coded advantage. Advantage. Yes. I honestly and I think, think the Warriors and the Warriors have that because they are the sixth seed and the Lakers are the seventh seed. Okay, so they'll end up with home court so advantage. The, yeah, the Warriors seven. would be playing Game Seven at the Chase Center. Okay, yeah, because so Game Four is as of recording this. We're recording this on the seventh of May, so their next game is tomorrow at ten p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. That's crazy late. Uh, and then the next game is two days later, two days later, two days later. So max, this goes until this next weekend, I think. This next yeah. Sunday, yeah, yeah. So Max, it goes till Mother's Day. Um, I honestly, it, from the way it's playing right now, if one team can win on the other team's home court, I think it's season, the series is over. Yeah, I honestly think it is. Yeah, if if they keep back and forth in it every time, where it's like, oh, Warriors win on their home court, Lakers win on their home court, it's just gonna go down to Game Seven, and then they're gonna win whatever home court they're on, and you right. said it'll be uh, Golden State. So at that point, right. I, so I, this is what I think is either going to happen. If the Lakers win the next game at home, Lakers win the series okay? because they would have swept the Warriors at Staples center. It's no longer the Staples center, but I'm going to call it that because that's what I know it as. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the Warriors win in game four and tie the series up two to two Warriors win the series. Okay. That's what I think is going to happen. So game this, the game four is the most critical game of this series, I believe. Okay. And game four for that is scheduled to be played tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. So, yeah, the Miami-New York game plays today, and so does the Denver-Phoenix game. And then tomorrow will be Philadelphia and Boston playing uh, before the Lakers and Golden State. Okay. Lakers and Golden State is just going to be one of those matches. I honestly think – I kind of think Miami's going to take New York. I really do. I think Philadelphia will come back and beat Boston. Mm. I think Phoenix will beat Denver. And I do think the Warriors will come out on top of the Lakers. Okay. Who, so your so conference, so the, your Eastern Conference Finals is Miami and Philadelphia. Yeah. And I honestly would love to see that battle. I think that'd be a great battle. And my yes. Western Conference is Phoenix and Golden State. So kind of a rematch from a couple years ago. Yeah. I think Golden State has too much offensive firepower for the Suns to stop. Mm. I think they go on to the finals, and I think – I really think – the problem is you don't bet against Miami anymore. The moment you start (laughs) to bet against Miami, it's just like Jimmy Butler finds out that you did that, and it just enrages him for the next, like, four games. Right, exactly. And so it's like I I want to say that the higher seed Philadelphia will probably – beat Miami, but I don't think so. I think NBA Finals is going to be the Miami Heat and the Golden State Warriors. And I'll even go crazy here. I think the Heat win it. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think the Heat win it. I think they have I they have that crazy in them. I don't know what it is, but the Heat just play like just insane. Yeah. I don't know though. Yeah. The thing is, I say that and I immediately think no because Warriors have Clay and now Jordan Poole and Curry. That's three people. You you physically can't double team them all. Right. Exactly. So it's like I don't know. Anyways, that's so, my yeah. that's my crazy hot take. What about you? Okay, so I think I think Miami New York is going to go seven games. Really? Okay. Yes. I think I think people are going to. So I think Miami is going to be up three games to two, and wherever that game uh, wherever that game six is going to be played at, uh, New York is going to win it in like at one of the like on the last second shot or something like that. So and there's gonna be a surprise that it's going seven games, and I think New York is gonna surprise people. Okay, and take it. I would love to see it. I mean, I really would because they've had such a playoff drive. It'd right. be cool to see them make a run. Yeah, um, and I think Boston, just because of the lore of Boston and the fact that it's the Boston Celtics, they win the series over uh, the 76ers. And I also think the 76ers are gonna now come out a little too hot shotish because they have the now uh NBA MVP um um Embiid yeah Joel, Joel Embiid, Embiid. <laughs> yeah um and I think the the Celtics are going to be like you know what you can go sit on the couch and watch us play uh so I think it's going to be uh the Celtics and the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals and I think the uh I think the Celtics are going to take that one so I have the Celtics in the NBA Finals. Um, I think the Suns are going to come back and defeat Denver, most likely in six games. Um, if it goes seven, I won't be surprised, um, just because it, it has the potential to go seven games. Mm. Um, I think the Warriors are going to win in six. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, so you think they're just going to go on a I think they're going to go on a tear, because Jordan Poole hasn't been playing very well okay. lately. Um and I think it's about time that he heats up. He has one of those nights. Yeah, he's going to yeah. have one of those nights where it's just everything's going to be clicking. And he's going to be like, ah, that's where it was. And I think the Warriors are going to pull it out. Now, if it goes seven games, again, I also won't be surprised because that one has the potential to go seven games too. It's just such a heated – it's such a heated battle because yes. it's it's Curry versus LeBron right now. It's not the Warriors versus the Lakers anymore. It's Curry versus LeBron. Who's going right. to come in on top? Exactly. Uh, and I think, like I said, the Warriors are going to take that one. So I have the Warriors and Suns in the Western Conference Finals. And I think, oh, man. Like, I like the Warriors because of Curry. I also like the Suns because my grandparent, my grandma lives out in Phoenix. Oh, man. Here's awesome. the thing, too, is Phoenix has new weapons. Like, they have Durant. Right, they have Durant, yeah. And Durant's a cheat code, so. Right. I don't know. It's gonna. It'll be and close. Curry hasn't really won without Durant. Hasn't won a playoff series without Durant. They won last year. Oh, that Durant. is true. Yeah, yeah, they won last year. Oh man. Um. I'm gonna do something crazy. Taking the Suns. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think Kevin Durant is just too much to stop. For the Warriors, not saying they can't stop him. I think he he plays like an incredible series. 
uh, and they meet the Celtics in the NBA Finals, and I think the Suns take it. Okay. So I'm taking wow. Suns to win the NBA Finals, and I think they're going to come out really mad that they didn't win this most recent time. I think Booker, Durant, and uh, Paul are going to are going to succumb to being one of the best big threes. Mm. Um, not saying that uh, Clay, Curry, and um, Draymond. Poole and and Draymond, their whole team basically just dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying that the Warriors aren't good or anything, but the Suns are becoming good too. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Now, if the Warriors make it to the finals and win, I'm not going to be surprised either because yeah. the Warriors are that NBA playoff dynasty now that when they make it to the playoffs, there is a high probability that they could win. Dude, it's Steve Kerr. It's Steve it's Kerr's Steve play, Kerr, call, yeah. play yeah. calls. It's just his play calls and his adjustments over games. It's just crazy. He's so smart at that stuff. It's insane. Right. I'm kind of rooting for Miami to win. I Jimmy Butler's a cheat code in my book sometimes. He's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. The problem is after you get past him, there are other names in the team, but they just they can't do what he does. By the way, we should make an apology. The Denver Nuggets have Jamal Murray, and he's really good. Oh, yeah. yeah he is really it's... good. Michael Porter Jr. is on that team, too. He's good. He went through some injury stuff. And Aaron Gordon, mm. who was the dunk contest winner, like, Four five years ago, he he was with uh, the Hornets, I think, for a while. Aaron Last Gordon. I knew, he was with the Magic. Oh, you're right. It was the Magic. It was the Magic. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so apologies to the Denver fans. Yeah, so, yeah sorry. That's I guess it. that's it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got Miami. You got uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. I'm okay with either of those teams winning. Yeah, me too. I mean, even if the Warriors win, it it'll be fine. But it's true. Um. I'm not going to hold my breath on the Warriors. Plus, I'm not really going to watch the NBA Finals that much. I'm just going to keep up with it on ESPN. Yep. and Because I really don't want to watch it that much. Um, baseball. MLB. I, I have to uh, humble myself here and admit something for this year and this year only. Which is? The White Sox suck. That's what I'm going to admit. The White Sox suck. And not just suck, they are horrendous. Uh, the White Sox, there was talk of them being decent this year. Maybe winning the AL Central. The AL Central is also one of the worst divisions in baseball. Um, the White Sox are 11-23 uh, and 23 and eight games back of the twins who are 19 and 15. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And the White Sox are, yeah, the White Sox are 11 and 20. The only people worse than them in their league are the Royals. <laughs> uh, yeah. The only, the, the worst team, the, the other worst teams, the wor- uh, the other teams that are worse than them are the Kansas City Royals at 8 and 26 and the Athletics, Oakland at 8 and 26. Yeah. When you're, in the bottom half with that group, especially the athletics. When you're down there with the athletics, you know you suck. Yeah. The Yankees, which are the worst team in the AL East, have you beat by seven games. And they're fi- they're over 500, yeah. mind you. Yeah. 
Yeah. But they're nine games back of the Rays. Now, let's say I will say the AL East, toughest division in the AL. Oh yeah, by for far. sure, for sure. Um, and I think the I think the Rays are going to make it to the World Series. Listen, the only team in the National League that is slightly worse than you for the for the well worse than the White Sox, Cardinals. Every other team has more than eleven wins. Yeah, the the one worst. Yeah, yeah, it's Cardinals. Yep, yep Cardinals. And That's crazy. And they're ten games back of the Pirates. Yeah, yeah. Do be and crazy. there was there was talks of the Cubs being bad this year. They're not great, they're but not they're not great. bad. Yeah, they're over five hundred. They yeah, it's true. They're seventeen and sixteen. Yeah. So I mean, and they're two and a half games back of the Pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's doable for them. Now I will uh, hold my breath. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I'll say the biggest surprise um, in both AL and NL. Uh, so starting with AL, I think the biggest surprise for me is the Baltimore Orioles. They're twenty-two and eleven right now. I saw that. I did not realize. And, and four and a, four and a half games back of the Rays. Yeah, the Orioles. The Orioles were terrible last year. It's true. They were. You're right. Yeah, now we're like not even. How far are we in the season? Oh, we're not even. We're not even to June yet. Okay, we're, I was gonna say. I was like, I don't think we're that far. There's in. 168 games, and we're. Let's see, simple math. The Rays have now played 34 games, so 33, 34 games here, or there, of 168. Right. So we have a while to go still, yeah. but the, also the Rays started with the best overall record. Um, I believe in the history of the MLB, I think, because I think they won 11 straight games and no one had started 11 and 0 before. I think you can look that up if you want to correct me if I'm wrong. I think I'm probably wrong in that. I know it was one of the best records in a while in the, uh, in major league baseball. Um, but yeah, the Orioles are my biggest surprise in the AL, um, and let me know when you have that stat for me. That way I can know if I'm wrong. Oh, yes. Um, um, I like how I'm already admitting that I'm wrong. This silence will be cut out. You know, I just can't find the information. So they are. Um, there are four other teams that have won twenty-seven of their first thirty-two games in MLB history, which is the nineteen oh two Pirates, nineteen eleven Tigers, nineteen eighty-four Tigers, and the nineteen eighty-four Tigers did not or went on to win the World Series that year. So in nineteen eighty-four, the Tigers won, but they have joined uh, the yeah the twenty. Seven. Oh, sorry. So they haven't joined that. They've joined 26. So the following teams won 26 of their first 32 games. The 1907 Cubs, 1928 Yankees, 1939 Yankees, and the 2023 race. So they won 23 of their first 32. So they joined a pretty exclusive club there consisting of, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. Mm. So anyways. So here's the um, here's the stat that I was looking at. Um 
the Rays started off 11 and 0 and that tied in modern uh, modern baseball record um with 13 consecutive victories to start off the season. The I best, remember that now. Best start however to a season was um the 19 uh the 8 uh, the 81 Athlo- uh, Oakland Athletics when they went uh, 17 and one in his start and won 11 straight games to open the season. So okay, best start officially goes to um the uh, Rays, the tie, um, and I don't know who they tie with, um, but but yeah, they're I think they are competing for the World Series this year. Oh, absolutely, a thousand um, percent. I really don't think the Astros are going to make it this year. Okay. I think it's going to be um, the Rays, the Rays and the Rangers okay. competing for the World Series in the AL. Okay. Um, my surprise in the uh, National League, the Diamondbacks. I was going to say that, yeah, because my surprise is the Orioles and the and the Diamondbacks in the National League. 19-14, and 14, and they are Half above a five. Game back. Yeah, and they're above 500. I mean, that is crazy. Yeah. And it's like I keep getting like notifications on my phone for certain teams that I follow in uh, MLB, and it's like Diamondbacks win, Diamondbacks win, Diamondbacks win. It's like what's who what's in the water out there in Phoenix right now, man? Whatever it's yeah. out in the water, can you like ship that out here so I can drink some of it, please? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, they have a shot. Not saying they're gonna do it because I mean, let's let's face it, the Dodgers are the Dodgers. And they True. own that uh, that division, the NL West. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're thirty games in too. I mean, that's the other thing. Right, we're, we're thirty, 30 games, games in. in they could tank, and we could never talk about them again. Right, exactly. So. Or or they could win seventeen in a row. You mm-hmm. never know. It anything is possible. So as of right now, the Diamondbacks are that surprise team. It's like, oh wow, the Diamondbacks right there. Um, yeah. I'm also surprised that the Cubs are over 500, honestly. Not because I don't like the Cubs, which I do. Um, but I th- I didn't think they would be over 500 right now. No, I did not. I, as a Cubs fan, I did not expect this year to go like, well for did, us at did all. It, like, did I think the Cubs would finish over 500 at the end of the season? Yes. But as of like right now, no, I didn't think they would be over 500. I thought they would be like two or three games under 500. Um, and I also thought the White Sox would be over 500 right now, but I'm wrong. Jerry Reinsdorf, sell the team, please. If I ever go to a game, Jerry, if you li- Jerry Reinsdorf, if you are listening to this, and I go to a White Sox game to guaranteed right field, mind you, that is the worst name for a field ever because of that red arrow that points down. That is the worst logo you can ever come up with and the worst name you can name a field. You should have kept it U.S. Cellular Field. Jerry, if I go to a game there, I'm taking a brown paper bag and I'm going to put a bag over my head to watch the game. (laughs) (laughs) So intense. It was just so intense. Uh, Jerry, stick the basketball. (laughs) Sell the stinking team. That's all I got. Yeah, that's fair. That's all I got on that, too. I'm just genuinely surprised by the Cubs. Yeah. I, I'm not looking forward to the Crosstown rivalry. 
because the Cubs are probably going to sweep the White Sox. I don't know. I mean, if the White Sox keep playing like this, then yeah. But also, the Cubs have to keep playing like they're playing now, which is not an easy task for them. So anything's possible. Exactly. <laughs> I gave you a little bit of hope. I gave you a little bit of hope. And that's all going to be dashed when the White Sox play their next game. And they're in a series with the uh, the Reds right now. And the Reds won last night. And I think the Reds are going to win today, too. Okay. And, and win the series. Cubs are in with the Marlins right now. So. Mm. Mm. Okay. I have no idea who's going to win that one. You know, I don't know who's actually... Did the Cubs win last night? Because I know that someone from LaVille went there to the game. So, the Cubs did win yesterday and won 4-2. And they won the day before, 4-1. to one. Right now, they are down one nothing in the top of the fifth. Mm. So, there's still a while to go in that one. Bit of time uh, to go. Yeah. Their last loss was they almost got swept uh, when they played the Nationals. They won one game, oh the Nationals, gosh. and then they lost three games. And uh, they played a little short three-game series with the Marlins uh, earlier in the year and got blown out almost every game. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. They they lost. There wasn't a blowout. But, yeah. So, who's everything is possible. It's Cubs. What mm-hmm. are you going to do? Right. Yeah. But that's that, That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got, yeah, too. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me on, Kenny. Appreciate it. I'll probably be – you guys will be hearing me a bit more over the summer. Oh yeah, since I'm back you'll, in you'll town. be on more since I'm back in town. But yeah, now, now we have to make sure that this records <laughs> and this has recorded because the last time we had Nick on, there there was a technical issue that happened. It wasn't Nick's fault, Ugh, it was sad. but it was a great conversation. And also Brady was here, and uh, the audio got erased. Something it didn't even record or something. Yeah, it I didn't even record. Yeah. It couldn't stop recording, actually. which was very strange. Yeah, right. But anyways, but yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Oh, no problem. So with that, so long, everybody. See you. Hey, guys. It's Kenny, host of The Good Fight. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to hear more, you can check out our website at thelugnutspodcastgroup.com for all information related to the podcast and where to listen to us. You can also follow the Patreon page for exclusive benefits for the show. Join us next time for The Good Fight.